All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We're still talking about the logic model and different components of the logic model. So we went through um, inputs. We went through activities. We went through outputs. We went through outcomes. And today we are at evaluation. So we're going to go talk a little bit about what it means to evaluate your programs and services, what that looks like, and um, get some insight as to what you need to do to get to this point. Um, Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy B. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. My name is Tracy B. Allen. I'm the owner of TBA Consulting. I help social entrepreneurs to develop systems and processes that allow them to design, build, and fund their dreams, as well as maximize their social impact in the community. Hey, y'all. I am Ty Boone. And that's where I go with the y'all, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I am owner of Ty Boone Enterprises. I am a nonprofit success strategist and a program development strategist. I help organizations move from startup and struggle to sustainability and success. Hopefully, without the traditional headache and counsel, but y'all know sometimes y'all give it to me. Anyway, <laughs> so we're talking about evaluation today, right? Mm -hmm. Evaluation effectiveness, uh, and it brings the whole logic model together, right? Whether or not we did what we said we were going to do. So <laughs> those, those outputs that we talked about, with the outcomes that we talked about. Um, yesterday, yes. Those results. How do we know that we reached results? Because we have to evaluate, and you don't just wait until the end to do this. So that's why the I mean the logic model has these parts, and you have the activities, which are also the processes. So that's why you have process evaluation, right? Mm -hmm. So you can stop for a minute and you can decide, hey, if I'm supposed to have workshops and these workshops are supposed to have five people to come to them, how do I know five people came? Right. right. I did this for at least five people are supposed to now eat better. When am I going to know whether they ate better or not? Mm -hmm. You know, how am I going to measure that? Am I using some type of evidence based approach? Am I using some type of evidence influence approach? Are tools already there that I can use to measure? But either way, you want to make sure you did what it is you say you're going to do and you have to measure that. That's evaluation. Right. And also, when you talked about like the activities and measuring the processes um, and, and stopping to do that, you also do that in the outcome stage. Right. Or the um, not the outcome. Yeah. The outcome stage, because you have the short term, you have the mid um, range and you have the long term. So those are also areas where you can evaluate. You're not going to move on to, to the mid level um, goals if you haven't met your first level goals, right? If you have goals set in the um, in the first level, if you have not met those goals, it tells you that something is wrong in your process. So your activities may not be working well. So if you did not evaluate your activities, you would not know that at the end. Now, when you're looking at your outcomes, 
that something would go wrong. But if you reach to the outcome stage, let's say you forgot to do the um to do the process evaluation and you get to the outcome and things are not right at the outcome. So you did not meet any of your benchmarks. Now you need to go back and look at the whole process and figure out what went wrong. Where in the process did we go wrong? Why we did not meet our desired outcome? And then you have to go back and fix it. You can't just say, okay, well, let's move on to the next. You know, that's just not how it works. Right, and you know the worst thing, I think the worst thing that could happen is that you go through a program. I know, right? And you do this thing for like, some folks have been doing this stuff for years, right? <laughs> not, not stopping to evaluate not one time. Get to the end of the, you know, just kind of things are falling apart. You know, you're not getting any funding, not getting any support, people not showing up. Three years later, you're realizing that this is a thing. And, and you should have stopped to evaluate this a long time ago. Breaking up those goals, like you said, you know, short-term versus intermediate versus um, long-term outcomes. Those key performance indicators, where do you stop to, to recognize whether or not you're on the right path? Right. And that's why the process evaluation is so pivotal because it saves you from wasting all your time getting to the end of the process and then realizing, well, darn, we didn't meet our goals. We didn't achieve anything in this program. We were just doing activities with no actual chance for meeting our desired outcomes. Right, and the same thing for for-profit business. You know, I spent years with clients I did not like. <laughs> <laughs> I will just go ahead and say it, right? Uh-huh. They didn't like me either. So it's like, it's okay. But spent years, like, struggling yes. a yes. with a lot of different clients or a lot of different services or programs that I thought I had to continue to provide, even though it wasn't they weren't beneficial to me and probably weren't really beneficial to those who I was serving to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but just kept doing it because this... You, you felt know, that's what you needed to do to make money. I don't know what else to do. So let right. Me, let, me, let me do this again and again and again and keep beating this dead horse and nothing is happening for me. Nothing is popping off. Um, instead of just stopping and saying, okay, now is a good time to take a break from this. Let's evaluate and see mm-hmm. what's going on wrong or what's going on even if it wasn't the best service is there something that i should do to make this service better is there is there, is there a different way that i should position this product should i even be looking at this audience that i'm looking to sell this to because maybe this is maybe it's a good product but maybe it's not for this, this particular population right and if you don't, you're not good at doing self-evaluation you don't have all the tools that's where a really good business bestie comes in or a consultant. So you can bounce those ideas off of and they can talk you through the process of coming up with the best solution for yourself and your business. Okay. I just had a situation the other day where I had a potential client and I was having an issue and I was just like, okay, I don't want to make a rash decision. So I called Ty and I was like, hey, this is a situation I'm having. What do you think? You know what I mean? And then she was able to kind of talk me through the process. And I was like, okay, this is not a client that I actually want because I don't want to chase the money and then be frustrated at the end, right? I want the desired outcome to be what it needs to be. So I have to be very discerning about who I work with to get that desired outcome. Because remember, we you can put the logic model on everything. Like Ty likes to say, it's like hot sauce, right? You can put it on everything. So you put it on the processes, even of taking on new clients, of serving people. 
So you take it, your whole process through the logic model. And if the desired outcome is not attainable, right, because you're validating whether or not this um, person is a good potential client, not their ability to pay. They may have the ability to pay, but can you actually work with them? Are you going to be hospitalized after your interaction with this client? <laughs> you know? Just like you sat here and said, you know, ability to pay is another thing. You mentioned business. I know I talk to you sometimes, you just be like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> I mean, it's like no, no other explanation around it. It's like, no, nah, nah, nah. evaluation and how evaluation works. If you're in a relationship, right, and your goal is to get married, right, that's your end goal. That's the outcome. So you have all of these different processes along the way, the inputs. What has he put, he or she put into you? What activities has he or she taken part in that makes you go, hmm, I'm not too sure about this. Oh, hmm, that is awesome, right? What outputs has that person given? So what has come out quantitatively or quality wise? What are the outputs that you can say this it, concretely, this, that, and that is what I've gotten from this relationship, right? And then you take all of that together and you come to the outcomes. Have you gotten the desired outcome, whether it's a feeling, right? Are you still in love or are you constantly frustrated? If you're constantly frustrated, that's not the desired outcome. The desired outcome to get to marriage is a feeling of love and euphoria and security, right? So if the, that desired outcome is met after a year or two or whatever of dating, then you can move to the next process, the evaluative process, and be like, okay, so all of these things add up to what I need in a husband or a wife. And you can make your decision from there. That's right. how evaluation works. <laughs> how it works. Yep, that's it. All right. Thank you for joining us again on until next time. Bye. Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide. And it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.